You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. This is episode 6 of our ongoing Fantasia series of podcasts. In today's episode, I went to go see the post-apocalyptic zombie grindhouse thriller Zombie Hunter. And I went to go see the twisty indie horror thriller antisocial. This is 9 to 5 Goes to Fantasia, I believe episode 6. Yep. So, do you want to talk about antisocial? Though? Sure. Okay, so... so- uh, about it. First thing that jumps out at you when you watch this movie, it's super low budge. That's, okay. that's not necessarily a bad thing. But that's all right. I found out, actually, yeah. related. I found out recently that The Battery, another film that we really enjoyed, was made on like uh, like under $50,000. Huh. And it looks fucking fantastic. So, does any social work with the budget? Um, It does, but okay. it has that like kind of like glossy feel. Like, you know when you watch a cheapy film on Netflix, it has that like kind of feel like Sharknado? to it. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, where there's just, like, filters that are a little too heavy on everything, and, like, you know, it does, it wasn't, like, bad because of that, but it, like, it's striking. Okay, so, but what, what's the film about? So, loosely, it's uh, New Year's Eve, a bunch of friends get together to uh, have a party at their place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they start partying, all okay. in the news, things are going on in the distance, um, people are screaming, and, like, outside of the house that they're in, and there are news reports that come in of violence and people attacking each other. Okay. And um, it sets up, they're all trapped in the house, there's zombies attacking the world, what are they going to do? Somebody gets into the house, this happens in the first half hour or whatever. Okay. Somebody gets into the house and, and bites one of the characters, and so you think this is, like, the standard zombie flick. Okay. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of elements of social networking going on. So, okay. but like the characters are always paying attention to the like. It's not Facebook, obviously. I forget what they called, like the Red Book or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's obviously Facebook. Friend Book. Yeah, yeah. Red. There's something about the word red being in there, but they they like Red Friend Book or something, and they're all on it. And then when they do the intro for the characters, you know, they show them through their their Facebook pages. Okay. So. so this like the the like culture and elements of social networking are like deeply steeped into okay. the characters in the show. Okay. So why does that matter? Yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but it okay. matters. Okay. okay. So so it does matter. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna say, uh, does it hold up? Is it is it a thrilling? Is it b like that setup sounds a little funny? It sounds like there's yep. a bit of a comedic element to it. Um. Well, if you're like, here's the guy's Facebook profile, there's at least a di- – I don't know. To okay, me, there's yeah, like a, yeah. a so certain element of comedy it, that you're evoking. There is, and and the movie gets all over the place. So there's like a bit of the comedy from that element, and there's a bit of the like zombie thriller horror. There's a bit okay. of like the Ring-style technology mixing in with – horror haunted and technology. haunted stuff okay not okay. not straight up haunted but you know i don't mind to spoil it but there's there's like that element gets mixed up in there and then there's like the traditional thriller tropes of like oh no the zombie is banging on the door outside of the okay. thing you know yeah, and that sound a little all over the place all of this is done with that like glossy netflix level thriller you know the thing like that, that filter where everything's a little like a little bluish you know and then yeah. and so I, I felt like it was really like all over the place okay 
it it tried to draw a lot of these elements in. I don't know if it like 100% succeeded to like put them all together. Okay. But that said, it was oh, still. I was gonna say, ultimately, would you recommend it? And if so, to whom? It's gotta be to a uh, somebody who's like into this and can appreciate it for like where they were trying to go with okay. it. I am into this. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like so if you're like social networking zombies and haunted machinery, I'm into this. So yeah. If if all of what John just said sounded exciting, you're like, go to it. And I don't know if it ends up being like super exciting as as the film goes on. It becomes very interesting. Like there's a lot of really cool ideas that you feel like. Okay. Like if they if the film had like focused in one of these directions, it would have been rock solid. But it like got lost itself a little bit. Okay. That said, I still quite liked it. I still quite liked it, and I still find myself thinking about it later. And I'll talk about that well, a little more. Cool. Why? I guess that's a that's a, that's a good thing if you're thinking about a movie like it is. But it's not like an unhesitating recommendation. Okay. So, so it's like a, so yeah. it's like so if you're like essentially if you're like a fan like if if what you said sounds cool yeah. and interesting yeah but if you're like that sounds dumb maybe give it a pass yeah okay yeah. so if what john said sounds cool thumbs up if you're <laughs> if like not. no then just fucking avoid it or maybe see zombie hunter maybe yeah. uh zombie hunter was one of two films uh watching the trailers uh for fantasia that looked very similar there was uh bounty killer yep. and zombie hunter they yep. both look like films that were had absolute like complete and total devotion to the grindhouse like motif spirit exactly yeah. just sort of like these movies are going to be like over the top they're going to be completely crazy they're this one was based crazy. on a true story though yeah exactly i have no <laughs> idea what that true story was i right. haven't seen the film i right. mean other than maybe a priest traveled with some people like maybe that's like the basis of it okay uh sophie and scott on the nine to five slash fantasia did a double article on bounty killer really uh and i feel really bad for missing it because they were super rave reviews over it i really hmm. want to check that out later um but zombie hunter also i feel is uh if you're again if you just watch the trailer yeah if the trailer grabs you then watch the film it's like an over-the-top grindhouse like bad guys fighting zombies like super super stylized like oftentimes films the film switches completely to like this pink filter Mm -hmm. for like basically no reason other than the fact that the drug that makes things zombies like this is in the first five seconds the drug that makes people zombies like this is the loosest description of how people become zombies the drug that make people zombies is pink half the time when instead of like doing like the lens flares it's like a burst of like you know like a lens flare when it's like a a wipe lens wipe how like wipes from one scene to the other instead of just doing a regular like lens wipe it's like (laughs) with like flame even if (laughs) even if it's completely out of nowhere um creatures bleed in every color imaginable like purple pink black red like whatever why not just color just flies out of the like mutilated creatures at every second so again i guess a lot like any social if what i'm describing to you sounds amazing uh-huh. like you will have a lot of fun in bounty killer uh danny treo plays a priest who murders zombies with an axe uh-huh. the other the main character too like they had the producer up i think his name was chris lee mm-hmm. i believe that the producer there who was just sort of like we were like oddly inspired by like we were sort of thought that like what if mad max was a little bit more like um the the driver and drive <laughs> so he's like a little more silent and a little more like british or whatever and he always does like these like weird inner monologues and he just like doesn't give a fuck about anything and right. like it's it's just super fun zany over the top i do have a couple of couple of reservations that are not really i don't even feel that it's completely the fault of the filmmakers huh. uh we'll talk a little bit about them in the spoilers sure but yeah basically fun from start to finish uh the badass heroes being completely badass. The zombies like dropping like flies in the most like gory over the top 
ways just imaginable. funsies and just complete and total funsies right. like and the li- like lines delivered with such like thick seriousness and like a like repetitious like sort of like every time there's like about to be an action sequence the the, the, the main hero is like stone cold silence that only means something terrible is about to happen but like every every time like you're just sort of like they just like cuts it as like a quiet and people are like start like they're cheering because they're gonna do like in anticipation of the fact that he's about to say stone cold silence despite the fact this is a world premiere nobody had seen it before like it established that the guy was about to say that in the voiceover Uh and like the crowd like latched on right away it was like a fucking lot of fun that's amazing uh so yeah glowing i guess glowing half glowing okay semi-glow like a glow that you have when you're like you know at the strip club but you haven't paid for the lap dance yet huh <laughs> i feel that's apropos yeah exactly if you're into the into grindhouse stuff if you like stuff with like hobo with a shotgun and if you liked um it w- would you was does this compare to hobo with a shotgun i found a hobo with a shotgun was great but it did have some slow parts towards this the is end. i think a little yeah. bit faster than hobo with a yeah. shotgun uh, okay. A little bit faster paced. It does have its a lot like Hobo with a Shotgun. It has its little problems. Like when people are talking for too long, you're like boring. Yeah. Like yeah. and which is yeah. a little bit kind of happened with Hobo with a Shotgun. But it's like in that same like in your face, not not a not a full like homage to Grindhouse cinema like the Tarantino style, but like it's just a complete like w- actual Grindhouse cinema. Like this is just exploitation through and through. Yeah. So it was good times. Okay. So now I want you to spoil antisocial. I'm going to. All right. Here it comes. Here it comes. These are the spoilers. And there it goes. There it goes. So, antisocial, um, I guess here's the big twist. Hope you're ready for it. What a twist. So, they find a way to program um, the the social networking site so that they can deliver sort of like computer instructions into people's minds. Okay. Um, and then they find that they can like give people more powerful instructions with with some other kind of code. Oh, like and OXV. So, so they what? <laughs> I said oh, like OXV. <laughs> yeah, 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 a little. <laughs> so except that they fuck it up, and then they make it so that they start putting tumors in people's heads oh. that drive them crazy. Okay. Okay. So then the tumors start growing really big. Hope you're ready for this. I'm, I'm so and then, ready. And then, and then. The tumors start driving the people insane so that they become violent and murderous on each other. Okay. So that's so that's why the initial violence is happening all over the world because everybody's like, imagine if, if Facebook made people go crazy. Yeah. Okay. Everybody would go crazy. Everybody's on goddamn Facebook. Uh, follow us on Facebook. <laughs> and so the the movie gets some really cool scenes like where they realize that they can pull the tumors out of people's heads before they drive people crazy. completely okay. crazy so there's good scenes of like drilling people's skulls open and pulling them out there's the whole like zombie element of this thing going on all the time and 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 like all of that is kind of good but the like the scenes where they're doing the like oh no there's a zombie outside the door you know like it's just so long and it's so it's just not i wasn't gripped in those scenes and okay. I, I felt like it's like when you see like an indie flick trying to do something that's already been done Okay. And you're just like a little depressed because it's like it's doing it and you're like, okay, yeah, now you're going to do the scene where they where like the chick just got bit and now you have to, everybody's going to freak out about it. You know, yeah, exactly. it's going through the motions and it's a shame because there's so many good ideas in antisocial and so many like other scenes that are that are different. Like the girls 
like they're they're recording a YouTube video of themselves showing off. There's like two random girls okay. recording a YouTube video of themselves showing off stuff they bought at the mall. And then while that's going on, one of them is losing it because she has the 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 virus can, thing. So she kills her friend. Like that shit was really cool. But then there's also these other things where it's almost so like simple. I think it's like it maybe it was meant to be done as satire. Maybe they were like making fun of those movies. But I just like I don't know. Maybe I'm an idiot and I missed it. But I just like <laughs> I, I didn't. It, I didn't feel gripped the whole way through, and so like the thriller stuff kind of lost me. Maybe. There definitely was a good gory finish to this, so so that was there too. But okay. yeah, I don't know what there, there was to say about that. Like it was it, Canadian, okay, all, all all Canada production. Oh, good Canada. fun. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 No, I feel that that's one of the like. I mean, I, I've seen that with a lot of like the budget horror movies that we watched yeah. just in general throughout L- the year. Literally hundreds of them yeah, on yeah, Netflix. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and just like, like suspense, unless it's done like razor sharp, you're like, I don't care, and you're gonna die. It just yeah. fast forward the movie to the part where the person gets knocked off. Yeah. Like unless like it's a really hard thing to like shoot a film in such a way where I guess like a, a hardened veteran of watching fucking yeah. these movies, you're like. I don't really give a shit about the fact like I really need to care about the character and you need to be shot fucking brilliantly for me to feel you're, suspense in this moment. You're 100% right. And so when I'm talking about this movie and I'm I don't sound glowingly super positive, I like feel bad cuz I'm <laughs> I'm judging it from like having sat around it's at Fantasia. I feel it deserves it deserves like a critical eye. If you're screening at Fantasia, yeah. you need to fucking try to scare me or or at least like thrill me. But I don't know if that's going to happen. You know, like we've just try. watched so many of these movies. Thanatomorphos got you. Yeah, it sure did. But, <laughs> but that was <sighs> So what's the part yeah. that got you thinking though? You said something got you thinking. Well, just just I mean, there's a couple of people like I, I don't know, there's I don't I don't want do I really want to talk about other media forms? Yeah. Think about um Snow Crash, right? That's okay. like a book uh, that that focuses on viruses, like cognitive viruses being transmitted by computer code. Like it's um, just like the, the whole idea of writing code that can infect people's minds with ideas or deliver subliminal messages that can give you cancer. Like just I think about it, kind of twisty. Slightly different. Uh, Pontypool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- Pontypool th- th- this was actually... a linguistic virus, right? That could yeah. be carried in certain words. This really does compare to Pontypool. I wish I I thought of that. I would have sounded so clever. Yeah, well no, done. I sound clever. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna spoil Zombie Hunter. Zombie Hunter real yeah. fast. There's here the biggest spoiler, and I actually I saved this for a spoiler on purpose because it's an actual spoiler because you're hoping for the entire fucking film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no nudity. Really? Fucking blows my mind. Like I looked up I can't oh my god, something her name is something Reimer, like Jenny Reimer or some shit okay. like that. One of the characters in the film is a fucking porn star. Uh-huh. You can Google her and get pictures of her naked on the <laughs> internet. Why is she not naked in this film? Not that I demand nudity, but for a film that's about like an over the top fucking zombie killing fucking film. Yeah, Grindhouse. There's gotta be boobies exactly. in there somewhere. And yeah. there's such heavy allusions to boobies. Yeah. <laughs> And there's like she strips, she pulls it off, and then you only see her naked from behind. I'm like, well, who are you censoring yourself for? You're an you're an independent, over the top grindhouse movie. Like, what is the, like, like okay, they show tits on Netflix. Like, if this is your market, I guess. Like, yeah. There's a VOD market for this. I don't think you can really hope for big screen. Wasn't Claire Niederprum? No, no, no. I think she yeah. was the nice one. Something Reimer Reimer. Yeah, she's not uh, not billed in here. Okay. Name yeah. the names real quick. Just go off. Uh, Martin Copping. Okay. Danny Trejo. Claire Niederprom. Nobody okay, else is yeah, listed. Yeah, yeah, Those are the that's the main female lead, the main male lead, and Trejo. Okay. Um, here's the thing. The another big thing, and this is where I said in the beginning where it mm-hmm. does fall short in a little bit of ways. Not just in the nudity. That's yeah. me just being like, <laughs> it's a little silly if there's no nudity. Is the fact that uh, the main character, the hunter, 
And Danny Trejo's character, Danny Trejo, whatever his name is, actually. I think, okay. No, it's... How did I forget this? His name is Jesus. Like, his Jesus. name is Jesus the Priest. Right. And he runs like, around with an axe. And he runs around with a fucking axe. It's fucking great. Yep. Um, like, they're established as being, like, so over-the-top good at killing zombies. Like, they do these weird, like, scenes of them just, like, mowing through, like, legions of them in, like, very, like, quick, like, cuts and stuff. Very, very slick-looking. That... I understand the dilemma that the filmmakers had being like, oh shit, we made them really, really good at zombies. We need to threaten them. Yeah. So what they do is they threaten them with these kind of like nemesis looking mega zombies. But because it's on a budget, the fucking CG is terrible. Like it's really quite disappointing. And you're like, oh, I really like, I understand how you got yourself into this dilemma (laughs) because you made your heroes fucking like super zombie killing badasses. Right. But I feel that you could have done something else to maybe raise the stakes a little bit. Is, is it possible they were doing shitty CG to, like, mock shitty CG? Like, they'll uh, do, like, splatter effects that are just, like, way over so. the top. I don't yeah. even think so. I feel yeah. that we were supposed to, like... They were supposed to be, like, a little bit scary looking or whatever. And it's, like... And it wasn't, like... Because it's not a complete mockery, mm-hmm. right? It's, like, it's very much, like an over-the-top grindhouse thing but it's not like look how stupid these are but it's like look how cool a grindhouse movie is like <laughs> like every moment is like reveling in how cool it is like, okay like it's just like if, and then these things like stand right out and they just like they look like fucking cg'd in and i felt really right. bad i was like oh man you guys could have because for the most part a lot of the zombie makeup looked pretty good they did some like cg enhanced um zombie makeup so some of the effects looked a little more and those all looked fine mm-hmm. but like the full top to bottom cg creatures were not amazing um, and I guess like this is the biggest spoiler that I just want to talk about it because I just want to share it. Okay. Uh, right at the end of the film, uh, Hunter, the main character, the guy, gets like impaled by the claws of one of these like mega zombies or whatever, and then like pulls a pin on a grenade that he's holding, okay. <laughs> and it explodes. <laughs> And everything like goes up, and there's like fucking gasoline everywhere and whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a complete over the top explosion. Yeah. And then like the the main female lead and her like her brother are, like driving, and she's like, "That's the last time I saw the hunter alive." And like it just well, you're like, obviously like he blew to bits. And then it just like it cuts into like filming like a slow like pan across like the ground like on fire or whatever. And then it just shows the hunter fucking like burned to pieces, <laughs> and, like still like impaled, and he's like. They can't even kill me, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just like this, like amazing, and like fucking the entire audience just like r- fucking roars, like cheering, yeah. just like this completely like ridiculous scene of like a guy impaled on a fucking claw who like blows up a grenade in his own hand. Anyway, super yeah. good. There's like a whole, like I said, there's even a whole kind of almost drive thing of like for the opening film, like he's just like driving this like Trans Am or whatever, like all by himself, like talking to himself and doing whatever. Like, yeah. Like I said, super cool, super over the top. Um, and I mean, the nudity thing is a half joke. Yeah. yeah. Half joke, but it shot, yeah. kind of should have been there, I felt like, to fully represent the genre. Yeah. And the CG hurt a little bit. The CG was just, I feel like they. Like the, and it might have even been right. It might have even been that when they made it, they were like, "Oh, the CG will look okay." So they might have shot all these films, knowing there'd be like a CG plant, and then they were like, "Oh fuck, we do not have the budget to make this look good." <laughs> but now we have all this footage, like we've wrapped, and we yeah. have all this footage of people reacting to a thing that wasn't there. So like, it has to be CG. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like maybe they fucking they were like, "Oh fuck, we have no other choice but to make it CG." I don't know. Okay. Yeah, very, 
very, very, very close to being a, like a super fun hit. And Treo is super hilarious in it. Just uh, did his did his did his serious Mexican. Did thing. his super super Danny Treo yeah. thing. And like there's like there's that scene that's in the trailer. So it's like where it's like him all like super stylized, like slowly like rising, holding an axe. Like he's like rising into frame, and then he's like, just, like, a, <laughs> like a lion's growl like comes out of his fucking mouth. It's so good. When it happens in the movie, I was like, this is still good, even though I even though I've seen this happening in the trailer. Yeah, it's, this is still. Enjoyable. He does a very similar shot from machete, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It's like completely over the top. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this wraps up episode six. Do we know what we're? What I we're have seeing? absolutely no idea. Okay, there's a couple things. I I feel like I'm probably gonna see the dirties. I don't yeah. know if we we could talk about the dirties again. Maybe I don't know. That's kind of cheating. We can maybe just touch on it. I feel like if I've seen it, I feel like I might okay. want to touch. Okay. On okay. It. We might touch on the dirties again. Yep. In episode seven. Because we were so pleased by it. Exactly. We thought it was super fun. I, I was, and you will be. I will be. Yeah. Um. Rewind this. The documentary about VHS films and their. Yep. That's on the. Forward. That's on the menu. That's don't know if we're gonna quite order it, but we're, on it's on the menu. I feel like I might, and then maybe that Bobcat Goldsmith movie, Something Creek, that I cannot right. remember, which I apologize to you. Uh, this has been another episode of Nine to Five Goes to Fantasia. Go to our website www.9to5.cc/fantasia for all our Fantasia coverage. Um, hashtag Fantasia Fest or hashtag Nine to Five Fantasia. Follow us on Twitter at Nine to Five CC and go to Fantasia. And if you see John, uh, tell him he's beautiful. Thanks for listening, everybody. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to number 5cc on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right. Thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.